0: This is the Big Branding Small Business Podcast with brand strategist and designer, as well as your host, Jeremy Allen, he helps small businesses with a big branding approach. Welcome to this week's episode of Big Branding Small Business. And to keep up to date with all the episodes that are released, then hit that subscribe button. And if you've already hit that subscribe button, then thank you. This week's episode is about whether or not you should do a brand refresh or a rebrand. Now I can thank one of my sons for bringing this to my attention because we had received some donuts earlier this week from a local donut company. Now you see when this company first started in the community, they were amazing. They were good, high quality donuts that were good size, good quality ingredients. But over the years, even though they have their loyalists that always will go to this particular location, the quality of their products decreased dramatically. So much so that I ended up having to spit the donut out in the garbage can because it tasted so bad. Not only has the quality of the donut gone down, but even the size has gone down but has the price gone down with it no it's actually going up it's one of the most expensive donut places around here with competition popping up all around this donut shop they've got some work they need to do or else they're going to slowly see a decline in their business so he asked should they do a rebrand or should they do a brand refresh now being in the ninth grade i'd that was a great question let's take some time and let's go over what the difference is between a brand refresh and a rebrand now there might be a few reasons you would want to do one of the two it could be to stay relevant or it could be to appeal to a certain target audience i'll go over 10 key questions that you need to ask in order to make the right decision for your business A brand refresh involves subtle changes. While rebranding, it entails a little more extensive overhaul of the brand's identity. Sometimes it's a full internal switch and change that you need to do before you do anything external. Now, distinguishing between these two approaches is very critical for your business to make the right decision. Think of your brand as a reputation. I've said that before in some of my other podcasts. It's basically what people think and it's what they feel about your company or product. And depending on the circumstances, you may need to adapt or change in order to stay relevant and appealing. First, let's go over a brand refresh. A brand refresh is a strategy, really. It's used to update Sometimes it's used to modernize a brand from either its visual elements or the way it speaks, its messaging, without completely altering its core values. It's typically done to keep the brand current and appealing, like I mentioned before. A refresh might even involve modifying either the logo or your color schemes. You can even keep the color schemes the same, but you can adjust your typography to make it more up to date or your messaging like i mentioned now a rebrand is a little more dramatic of a transformation this usually involves significant changes this can be from altering your company name to its logo completely Uh, even the company values and mission and vision And another thing that you can even consider in a rebrand is what is your market positioning? You might completely change markets and you need to rebrand. So a rebrand is warranted when a business undergoes a major internal change so that it can target a new audience. Or if something happens within the organization and it wants to distance itself from say a negative image Think of it like you're changing your entire wardrobe or a hairstyle or even completely having an attitude overhaul and that's why companies want to do this when they want to show the world that they have completely changed that oftentimes they're a different company now the key differences between the refresh and the rebrand really just lies in the extent of change that they bring into the brand's identity. Now, a refresh, again, involves a subtle change, a subtle update, maybe it's some modernization of the branding elements, while a rebrand is more fundamental to the transformation and often can redefine the business entirely. Let's go over 10 questions that you need to ask yourself when deciding between the two. Now, As a business owner, you've got to carefully assess all these questions that I ask you. You really need to take some time and to dive deep into these questions. So oftentimes that can be looking at your market conditions and so that you can evaluate the level of change that you need in order to make the right decision for your company. Deciding whether to do the brand refresh or rebrand, it's a significant strategic decision. Really take some time and think about this. I cannot stress the importance enough that you need to take the time to really evaluate these questions and be honest with yourself. Because if you're not, you're only hurting yourself. So question one, ask yourself, has my target audience changed? Have their interests aligned with something else? Whether it be eco-friendly products or services, Or whether it be, oh, they're adapting to the digital age and they like a smoother, easier digital shopping experience or digital interaction experience. Can you reach them in a different way? Really look at who your customer demographics are. If you don't have a way to look at that, there are some online tools that can help you figure out what your customer demographics are. You need to ask yourself, what are my customers' preferences? Are there any behaviors that I am seeing within my customer base that have changed? And you can do this either through some research or just a simple survey that you can send out to whoever your audience is. And really take the time to understand the changes that may have occurred if you are seeing a dip in your customer experience. Number one was, has your target audience changed? So figure that question out. And if it hasn't changed, then great. Maybe it's question two that you need to really focus on what is your current brand perception now your brand perception is really what it sounds like it's how do others perceive your brand now your brand is your reputation you could have a bad reputation and you not even know it you could have a great reputation and still not even know it and no matter what your brand is perceived as you need to then bounce it against whatever your designs are and whatever your messaging is and whatever it is that you do to keep in touch with your customers and how it sounds. Are you perceived as reliable? Are you trustworthy? Those are some things that you need to figure out for your business. And again, you can do this through surveys. Customer feedback is critical in figuring out if your business is still relevant and also whether or not it needs to make any adjustments or changes whether it's from the audience or whether it's from the brand perception this feedback and reviews even are really good on how you can gauge your current brand perception do an audit of your identity if you've got enough identity to audit A common business tool that is out there is called a SWOT analysis. That's a S-W-O-T. And simply put, that is your strengths. That is your weaknesses. Those are your opportunities and what are your threats. And it's difficult sometimes because it's like, what do you mean, what are my threats? There's nobody threatening me. But really look at who around you could be a threat, a potential threat, because they're doing something a little bit better than you are. You don't know until you look at your competition and see how you're differentiating yourself. Question number three, is your brand consistent across all platforms? It doesn't matter what platform you're on. I'm not here to tell you you should be on this platform because I don't know what's right for your business. That's why it's important to know your audience so that you can choose the right platforms that you need to be on. Look at your branding. Are there any inconsistencies in it? Look at your messaging. Are there inconsistencies on that? Really take the time to go back and audit and review all the branding elements. Whether it's just simply a logo or you've got many elements involved in your brand from colors and the messaging and patterns or fonts or imagery, really take the time to look at those. If you've got physical products, look at the physical products. How is that showing up in the hands of your ideal customer? Are there marketing materials that you need to look at and evaluate to make sure that they are staying consistent? So really, really take the time. Look at every touch point that you have so that you can make sure that it is consistent, that is relatable, and that it is delivering the message entirely. The way that you are perceived this one can be a little tricky and i don't always lean into this as my go-to but a key question that you need to ask is question number four are we keeping up with industry trends i'm not a big trendy person but you really want to look at what are competitors around you. This is where the SWOT analysis comes in handy, where you look at the threats that might be coming from your competitors. Compare your current branding to your competitors. I'm not saying that you need to be like them, but there might be some gaps. There might be some opportunities, even that you can take that your competitors haven't even considered. So it's important to look at these things and evaluate these things. So that you can make any adjustments that you need to make, don't go out and look up trendy things and do trendy things just to do trendy things, but make sure that everything you do is intentional. And number five, look at your business goals. Have you even asked the question, What are my business goals? Really sit down and evaluate this, really think about what goals do i have for my business what are the outcomes that i want to see happen whether that's a one year that's a five year or that's a 10 year if you've done any kind of branding or brand strategy that's one of the things that comes from creating a brand story because really the story is just your grand vision for your company what is that idealistic state that you can see your company and your customers All being in down the road. All right. Question number six. Really, really take a look. If you've got any reviews. Or if you've got any Facebook posts. Or any pages. uh, That may have some negative associations. Or something that could reveal something about your reputation. Now, I know that there are a lot of a-holes out there. And some people just get off on being that. On social platforms really kind of showing their selves their true colors are really just messing with people and agging them on but weed through all that junk and see if there are any negative associations or any reputation issues you want to monitor your online reviews you want to monitor your social media mentions and you really want to try to identify anything that might be a negative This is part of doing that SWOT analysis. This could be part of that weaknesses component of it. And if you have any negative associations out there and you haven't resolved them, then take the time to resolve them. Now be honest. Don't try to gloss it over. Don't try to make up some excuse. But just be honest and be authentic when you try to resolve these issues. If things are so bad, if things are so negative, whether that be a leadership change or whether that be something somebody within your company has taken a misstep in. I've seen social media managers take missteps. I've seen leadership take missteps. And if it has gotten to a point of no return, then that might be a good clue for you to look and evaluate a rebranding. So that you can address everything from the inside to all the way to the outside question number seven is your branding memorable is it unique really look at your branding your branding is more than just your logo let me go over that i don't think i reiterated that in this episode but your branding is everything that's your mission that's your vision that's your values that's your visuals that's your Narrative that's the tone of voice, that's everything that goes into this thinking in order to build the brand of your dreams. Really evaluate what makes you unique, what is that white space that you can inhabit with your business? Look at the current branding and compare it to competitors, not to be like them or emulate them. I see so many companies that want to emulate another brand, and I think that's just a horrible decision no matter what your intentions are behind that look at that white space look at what your competitors are doing look at what they're not doing even ask that question see what they're not doing is there something that you can be doing that they're not doing is there a void that they're leaving out there that is what i mean by white space what is that open sea? what is that blue ocean strategy as a lot of business coaches call it really assess the elements that are involved in your branding not just your logo but everything your fonts your colors everything that goes into making you memorable making you stand out and making you create a lasting impression on your customer base and question number eight is our branding flexible for the future what do you mean flexible for the future You really want to assess the adaptability of your current branding. When I talk about with your messaging, when I talk about your brand story, how it looks at the future state of your business, that future state of how you want you and your customers to be involved, what is that world we want to create? Really look into that and see if your branding can be adaptable. Can you bring on a new product and not have to change your company altogether? Can you open up your products or services that you have? Basically, expanding your business. Now, a great kind of fun case study that you can look at to think about that is Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts has been around for years, almost 70 years, if I'm not mistaken. And that name, Dunkin' Donuts, was synonymous. With donuts, but the company through the ages and through the generations and through some cultural shifts and changes was facing a lot more competition. I know I used a local donut company in the opening of this episode, and this might be a good case study for them to look at even. And they were being bombarded from other chains that serve coffee, i.e., Starbucks or a McDonald's, that was coming onto the scene with this cafe style. So Dunkin' Donuts wanted to try to appeal to a younger generation. They wanted to attract a new customer base. They were seeing that there are customers who want this convenience. They want this affordability, and they want food and beverage options, not just food. So think about Dunkin' Donuts. Even though they served other things, the name strictly pigeonholed them in a way to We only serve donuts. The rebrand was changing the name mm -mm, slightly to just Dunkin'. And when they changed the name and they updated the font to make it look more modern and a little more streamlined, and they kept some of the brand colors with adding some additional elements to their branding palette, um, it had the iconic pink and the orange, really looking at... Now that we're just Dunkin', we can increase what we offer. And when they did this, they found out that it opened up a whole new marketplace. It brought in new customers. And the satisfaction of the customers went up. And their sales followed. So this is how branding can impact your bottom line, your sales. Really, Dunkin' Donuts' rebrand was... A success not all of them are i've seen some rebrands as of recent that actually took the market share down because it wasn't hitting what the customers were asking for it was a beautiful piece and won tons of awards but this is another episode that i can get into this branding but it can also damage your reputation if you're not careful but with duncan it was a success it generated the attention that they wanted it got lots of new press coverage with this rebrand and like i said they saw an increase in sales the rebrand really did help duncan to position itself as a beverage focused convenient brand that appealed to that younger demographic that they were looking for Question number nine. Ask yourself, do I have a budget for this? What is my budget for this? Is there a timeline? Do I have to do this now? Is it urgent? Or is this something that I can take my time with and really dig into and build out? Make it a project that you can just take little bite-sized chunks off as you go along. Really determine what that budget is going to be. These things are not necessarily the cheapest, but it is an investment well worth it for your business because it is a holistic approach instead of just trying to put a band-aid on a situation or a marketing fix to a situation. Really look at what it's going to cost to do this right, from the design to even market implementations, and come up with a timeline that suits your business. Because you've got to do the research and you've got to go through the process and then you've got to come up with the designs and then you've got to ultimately have a rollout plan. So look at that, evaluate that, find out what works for you, find someone that works for you, someone that will work with you to really dive deep into your brand. If you want to kind of dig into some workshopping questions, I've got a free workshop template on my website this is the one i use personally with all my branding clients not everybody prescribes to this they each have their own unique processes and frameworks that they use but this is one that i found is super easy super intuitive and super fun to implement so you can go to nobsbranding.com and download that free template today now last but not least question number 10 Who else is needed to be involved in this? As they like to call it in the business world, who are your stakeholders? Your stakeholders can be a board of directors. It can be just your leadership team. But in a lot of cases, I think stakeholders can be various people from various stages and touch points within your business. If you're a small business, it may only be a handful of people. But get those people involved. No one's opinion needs to go unheard. And if it's a larger company and you've got lots of people that you might want to hear from, then this is where a survey might come in handy, where you want to send out a survey and get some basic feedback so that their voices can be heard, and then really look at the key decision makers in your business and what their input is and what it needs to be and how involved it needs to be in creating basically support to do this brand refresh or rebrand and that it aligns with whatever it is that your company's vision and mission are. You really just want to have as much buy-in so that when this switch does happen that you've already got built-in brand advocates from the get-go. So those are the 10 questions that you can ask When you need to evaluate your business, whether it is a brand refresh or a rebrand that you need to do. Honestly, answer these questions. Any small business can gain valuable insights when asking just a few of these questions, if not all 10, and really deciding if it's a refresh or a rebrand. Now, even if you're not doing a refresh or a rebrand, some of these questions as far as doing a SWOT analysis within your company can be beneficial to it. So maybe take some of these questions and just start with one and then truly try to answer it. Really, really look at your business. Ask yourself the hard questions. And if you need to get a branding professional involved, if you need to get somebody that can conduct market research, then do that those are just cherries on top that's just the icing on the cake those people can really help bring the whole thing to life it's your cake to build these people are here to just help you get it across the finish line so that it can succeed and be a success and really achieve the goals that you had set forth from the get-go for your business Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I'm so glad that you joined me on Big Branding Small Business Podcast. And we will talk next week. Well, thank you for listening to Big Branding Small Business Podcast with brand strategist and designer, Jeremy Allen. He helps small business with big branding approach. And as you heard him say, his website is nobsbranding.com.